On April 25, 2018, the Pew Research Center shared that one-third of U.S. adults believe in a higher power of some kind, but not in God as described in the Bible. As more people in the United States identify as having no particular religious affiliation, uh, which is a group that includes atheists, agnostics, and just nothing in particular, we see much uncertainty about God's existence. Now, God's existence does not depend on anyone to defend him. Whether people believe in him or not does not change the truth of his existence. However, in this podcast, I'd like us to consider that there is abundant evidence for the existence of God. And these three arguments that we will only very briefly consider will hopefully help to strengthen your faith in the Lord. The first argument that we'll think about is what's called the cosmological argument for the existence of God. The cosmological argument is based upon cause and effect. It, it looks around, it considers the universe's existence and says, there has to be an adequate cause for all of this. The world and the universe could not have just caused itself to happen. Something or someone greater than it must have caused it to happen. There must be an adequate cause for the effect of the universe. One of the problems with the Big Bang Theory is that it attributes the universe's existence to itself. The cosmological argument says there has to be an adequate cause. For every effect, there must be an adequate cause. The universe argues for God's existence. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. That's Psalm 19, verse 1. God is the first cause of all that was created. Hebrews 3.4 says, For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. Hebrews 3 verse 4. The cosmological argument is an argument for the existence of God based upon cause and effect. You look at the world, the universe around us, and it screams for, it shouts for an adequate cause. God is that first cause of all that was created. The teleological argument is the second argument for the existence of God we'll think about. The teleological argument is based upon intelligent design. When we think about the tremendous detail in the universe and even in our own bodies, that is a call for an intelligent designer. An intelligent designer must exist where signs of intelligent design are seen. Whether you're thinking about a house, a computer, a helicopter, or the human body, all of these things demonstrate signs of intelligent design. There must be a designer behind it all. 
the way that you think about your body. Maybe you're driving in a car as you're listening to this. Think about all of the parts of your body that have to be working together right now at this very moment for you to be driving, watching what you're doing, perceiving the things that are around you. Hopefully you're driving carefully. Think about all the parts of your body that are working together to drive right now. And on top of all of that, you're also listening to this podcast. Think about how your brain is. There's part of your brain that's focusing on your driving, but there's also part of your brain that's listening to this podcast. Think about how much your body is is working right now. And it's doing most of it without you even thinking about it. That shows incredible design to your body and to the way that that your body works. God is the intelligent designer of all things. Proverbs 20 verse 12 says, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. The teleological argument is the argument for God's existence based upon intelligent design. It's obvious that this world did not just sort of happen into existence. There are clear signs of intelligent design here. There must be an intelligent designer, and that designer is God. And then the last argument we'll very briefly think about is the moral argument, the moral argument for God's existence. The moral argument is based on objective right and wrong. Some things are always right, and some things are always wrong. There is a standard that most people recognize. For example, why have most people in this world reacted in horror and outrage at the Russian military attacking and killing innocent civilians in Ukraine? Well, because it is horrible. It is terrible because people recognize There is an objective standard of morality. Our world has tried to tell people, you know, there's no objective truth. You know, it's your truth, it's my truth. Everyone has their own truth. We say that. But then we're all outraged over, you know, the killing of innocent civilians. Why? If we all have our own truth, then why should that matter? You see, we all, we all act like, whether we are willing to admit it or not, people recognize there is an objective standard of morality. This standard or this law of morality requires a lawgiver. Who put this standard of right and wrong in place in the first place? We've already observed that God is the first cause of everything that exists. He is the lawgiver. When we read through, you read through the Bible, you begin in the book of Genesis. What you begin to realize 
is that he is the one who has established this objective standard of right and wrong. The moral argument, and like I said, these would be very, very brief. If we went into great detail, uh, you'd get wherever you're driving. If you're listening to this while you're driving, you'd get wherever you're going before I'd finish. So this is only a brief introduction. I hope you'll examine these three arguments in more detail to, to review so that they can stay fresh in your mind if you want to look into one in a little bit more detail. The three arguments we talked about, the cosmological argument, which is the argument based upon cause and effect, the teleological argument is the argument based upon intelligent design, and the moral argument. It's the argument based upon there is objective right and wrong. Some things are always right. Some things are always wrong. Like I said, we've only briefly talked about these three arguments for God's existence. Much more could be said, and there is a lot more that has been said uh, that you can find and research for yourself. But I hope your faith has been strengthened by realizing just how much evidence does exist for God's existence. I appreciate you listening to this episode of Asking God Why, and I hope you stay curious. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.